with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it! Say it again! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Well, not sexy, like real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Nailed it. Hi, Charles. Hey, buddy. Get him. We're gonna bite him on the knee. Ooh, what's your man? What's your man? This guy. So you got you some Chinese food? Yeah. Do, do you are there restaurants outside of like hot bars at a grocery store that you pay by the pound? Ooh. This isn't one, but okay. I felt like I ate <laughs> an amount. Uh no, not that I'm aware of, but I've we've talked about your thirty dollar salad. I've been in that uh tax bracket before yeah that's when you get to like the hot bar or something Mm -hmm. and you fuck up but like a restaurant that's like well i mean barbecue like a lot of barbecue spots so you order you order by weight Uh uh-huh and and a lot of times you know it's not they you'd say give me a pound and then Mm -hmm. they weigh it and they're like "Eh, it's a pound and a quarter is that cool and you're like yeah sure and then it comes up like for example my beloved moose craft i think I think right now market value on most briskets around thirty five to thirty seven dollars a pound. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you go and get like a pound and a quarter of that. You're talking, you know, forty five bucks for. Did you ever weigh yourself before you've eaten after, like, <laughs> like to see how if you got the amount? No, but not to be crass, I weigh myself before and after uh, unloading. No, I mean that's uh, that. That's always fascinating. Was um, Randy Leadkey had a real funny joke about. Uh-huh. You know, you could tell how much your poop weighs if you weigh yourself before and after you go. The other way is real gross. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, or you can just shit on the scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other way is real gross. Um, what? Are we, so we are in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, in Beautiful. a nicely furnished con. This is not. Uh, hey, this ain't your grandpappy's comedy con. That's true. This is uh, probably, without a doubt, the nicest comedy condo I've ever this been This is in. new construction. New construction townhouse right here. Yeah, it's got that smell to it. You can smell yeah, the fr- drywall. Yeah, fresh paint. Mm-hmm. And the insulation. Old uh, Lucy, the manager. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like getting into it last night, but I'm like, oh, I need some food. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's a white castle right next to the hotel. Oh, I saw that. How long do you think we waited in that line for white castle? What time? I think we got there about 20 after 12. Okay. After midnight on a Friday night? Yeah. It, were you in the line or the drive-thru? Drive-thru. 20 minutes? One hour. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I felt bad. I was, I was still apologizing to her today. Oh, my God. Of course, I got the wrong order. Really? But I, get, I got six little... Because they got impossible sliders. They got the little fake... Yeah, bone, but it, you getting the wrong order... I mean, it was still impossible, but like they oh. missed some things, and I'm not going to complain. But oh, wow. it, was, it was such a long line that there was like one, an empty building next door, and everybody was just getting out of their car to go pee over there. You just saw people hopping out of their cars and just go pee in the same bush because everybody was just leaving a bar drunk, thinking, oh, I'll just get some White Castle. Then they're in line for an hour, and you got to go pee. People are just going, just everybody's just like, yeah, we're all going pee over here. Like, when you pulled into the parking lot, how many deep were you? It was a long, like, there was a lot of cars, but still, fast food, there's usually a level of efficiency. 
Granted, I'm no, now I'm I'm going I'm comparing to the Taco Bell by my house. Where mm-hmm. if you see it and it's like, say, ten cars deep, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, that might be a fifteen minute. Yeah, two operation. Say two minutes a car. This was know. probably more than that because it was a long drive through. I don't think I've <laughs> ever waited even close to that. I, I I can't imagine waiting more than twenty minutes in a drive through. We had plenty of chit chat it's one of those things where like uh, you know you're hungry and then it moves a little and you're like all right mm-hmm. and then it moves a little bit more and you're like okay now it's not moving i should get online then it moves a little bit more you're mm-hmm. like we're so close i'm like i'm like if they turn the lights off and i'm in this line mm-hmm. i'm throwing a garbage can through the window <laughs> i'm starting to riot oh my god dude was it uh, was it good though no, it's White Castle. Oh, no, White Castle, man. I like White it Castle. It was fine. It did exactly what I needed to do. I got six. I was like, should I get six or eight? Because I got to do things in even numbers. You know, I'm like one of those weirdos. I'm glad six was perfect. Yeah, eight's a lot. I thought you can get an option of like lettuce and tomatoes on there. I'm like, shit, give me lettuce and tomatoes. They didn't give me that lettuce and tomatoes. That's got to be one of the, what am I trying to say? The White Castle slider that has to be the, the least amount of difference between the regular one and the impossible one. Yeah, in terms steam, of taste we've and talked flavor. about it, steamed meat. Yeah, and it's so thin. Yeah, so. just a steamed... As opposed to like an impossible Whopper or something. Yeah, that's, really... a, that's a big old... Pit. No, this is just a... Shooters, burger yeah. shooters. I mean, I could almost... I would almost be fine with White Castles without any meat. Just give me that bun and the cheese and the onions and the goop. Grill, grilled cheese is always an option yeah. at a fast food place that you never realize. Speaking of which, uh, I did Crystal the other night and uh, got the pimento cheese. I got excited because they have pimento cheese option. You can top it with pimento cheese. All right. It, just, it was just too much. It threw off the whole balance. Yeah, I mean, there's no saving midnight pothead food. Yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah, I wasn't good. They had like jalapeno cheese. I'm like, I'm not trying to get fancy here. Mm-hmm. But well, I did that. And then, uh, yeah, I slept. I took a Unisom and passed the fuck out for nine hours. Because if my body's not going to let me sleep, I'm going to make it sleep. Mm-hmm. Famous yep. last words. <laughs> I'll show you. I'm going to make you sleep. Oh, man. Well, that's cool, buddy. Getting some good rest. Yeah, I didn't party last night. Yeah. Both of we've both been. Yeah, I've been pretty responsible. Not Well, not responsible, just tired. So, been tired. But you, we're having show drinks, but not too many wild tales from the road. Yeah, gotta no. say, Zany's nicest green room I've ever been it's in. A as good well. green room. Zany's crushing it. Best comedy condo, best green room. Shows have been great. Shows are good. All yeah. the shows have been fun as hell. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. Yeah, got and the then, nice murals on the outside. All the comics. That's the one where Nate Bargatze, somebody drove through his face. There's a story. Okay, Boogie Monster topic. There's a story about back in the day that a guy got locked in there. Like, they were partying late, and then everybody went home, and he was like, fell asleep somewhere, woke up, and drank himself to death inside the club because he was just locked in there for two days. So he just drank himself to death. And there are, again, theaters and anything, like where there's characters that had been passing through those doors mm-hmm. wind up having this reputation of like, Oh, it's haunted. We hear something at night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I also know what you're doing at a comedy club at 1 a.m. Yeah. Of course, we're all hearing things. Yeah. <clears throat> Thing, things that go bump in the night are the comedians. Yeah, that's true. Things that do bumps in the night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've already had a full day. Uh, what you do? I'm, I'm making my most out of my time in uh, Nashville. I know how you feel about Lower Broadway. 
Okay, we've talked about Broadway in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Kind of Nashville's version of Times Square or Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Daytime. Day drinking. Oh, yeah? Katie and I went out this this morning, 10 a.m. Okay. Went to uh, Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, which I will talk about here in a minute. Uh, Wonderful spot. Tootsie's Uh, Orchid Lounge. Tootsie's Orchid Lounge used to be uh, kind of the hub for it's a, a euphemism for vagina, I've heard. <laughs> used to be the hub for a lot of the old country singers in the 60s and 70s. Willie Nelson used to hang out there. All right. Uh, a lot of guys. Um, but yeah, went and had some beers at like 10 a.m. And that's the way to go. Not nearly as crowded. Still, like a lot of the places, still live music, <laughs> 10 a.m., like just up and down and still a yeah. lot of the party buses, the party buses, but also what's the party like where they're all peddling? What would you call that? It's like things? a pedal pub. Like a pub. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those, but uh, not nearly as obnoxious and intense uh, during the day. Well, not at 10 a.m. Those, mm-hmm. I mean, when bachelor party starts at 10 a.m. Yeah. They're going to be done by two. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, had a good time. Wandered around. Uh, Roberts wasn't open yet. They don't open until 11 a.m. So I uh, didn't get to swing into Roberts, but uh Katie tried to buy me some cowboy boots. I had to respectfully decline. I've had boots. Yeah. I'll, I'll rock some boots, but I just, I have a, I can't let someone spend money on me on a thing that I know I'm not going to really get a lot of use out of. Okay, maybe if not cowboy boots. What about like the flat fronted, like flat toed? Like like jack those, boot type thing. Is that what those are? Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Motorcycle Kinda boots? Kind of squared off. Yeah, yeah. I like those too, yeah. I mean. I knew you pull off boots. Yeah, I just don't know how often I would wear them. You know, so it's just like, and like, these were nice boots. Like some of these shops, like, you know, handmade oh, yeah. leather. Katie looked at a leather coat today. It was beautiful. $2,200. We were like, oh, what's that? Probably a couple hundred bucks. Two, two, zero, zero. Oh yeah, Jesus. man. They're finer leather goods, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, I think I cracked the coat on Broadway and I know it's obnoxious, but it's still, it's, I like the energy, you know? It's you got a lot uh, going on. You got southern roots, man. So yeah. you like seeing all the Yeah. I Saturday during the day, sure, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to touch that place that night. Yeah, especially on a weekend night. Ever yeah, ever again. Just Yeah. Then we went to Husk, dude. All right. Yeah, you said you invited me to that. I was still in bed by the time you guys had brunch reservations for that. Dude. And pretty vegetarian friendly. Like really? most of what I ate today was other than the uh <laughs> Other than the sausage gravy and the roasted uh, 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 pork belly and the country ham, everything else was vegetarian. What'd you have a side of mashed potatoes? Uh, yeah. No, we had, uh, dude. Uh, I've never heard of this, but you know, we talk about shrimp and grits and fish yeah. and grits. They had uh, mushroom and grits. Okay, then delicious. Oh yeah, and I'm mushrooms. I'm kind of indifferent. You know, yeah. I, I I got no problem with them, but I don't go out of my way. Uh, I don't know what kind of mushrooms mm-hmm. these were. Absolutely delicious little gravy on there. The grits. Oh, they put a uh, like a soft egg, like a sunny side up egg down in there. Yeah. Ooh, so we had mushroom and grits. Uh, had two grit dishes. Then I had to get grits with red eye gravy. It was delicious. You ever mess with red eye gravy? You had double grits. Yeah, double grits. It's a double grit day. Wow. Yeah, bam, bam on the grits. Morning beers and double grits. Yeah, man. I don't know how you're alive right now, dude. <laughs> I was in bed till two. Oh. Shit, three o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I still feel tired. I was up at seven thirty this morning. I, for some reason, I just on the road. I just I've been waking up early. And just yeah, go out on my little walks, take Charlie out. But uh, yeah, so what did we do? We did uh, biscuits and gravy. 
man, they know what they're doing over there. Uh, country ham, roasted pork. What's country belly. ham? Country ham, it's... Uh, uneducated cousin <laughs> of city ham? What is it? <laughs> this was aged for 12 months. It's, it's uh, I don't know the whole process, but they cure it with salt and sugar. Okay. And then they put it on the shelf for like a year. I miss ham, dude. Slice it real thin. Yeah, dude, country ham. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we had the country ham, had the roasted uh, pork belly with pickled vegetables. Had like little bread and butter, homemade bread and butter pickles and some pickled okra. Um, oh, had this... I was just I just ordered this for her because uh, mm-hmm. she's she's on still on the soft foods with all the dental surgery. Yeah, but uh, they had buttermilk custard with pecan granola and pureed peach. Is that a dessert? It kind of tasted like a dessert. It was delicious. Butternut custard? No, buttermilk custard. So I don't even know how to. Well, just it's custard. You know, what, what's the difference <laughs> between custard and pudding? It kind of had like a vanilla pudding vibe. I think it's vibe. like a regional. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, what else did we have? I had chi- oh, and some greens. Some I had Chinese greens. food. I like yeah. getting. I like getting ethnic. Like when everybody down here is like, you know what? I give some. <laughs> I'm gonna give some patronage to these immigrants that yeah. opened a restaurant in this mm-hmm. town full of yeehaw motherfuckers. Let me go get some. I had Mexican food yesterday. I had Chinese food today. I'm like, I don't support you guys. Dude, we had some. I always talk about my love of uh, Southern gringo Mexican. We had some Mm -hmm. of that in uh, wherever the hell we were the other day, driving from uh, Bristol to Chattanooga. Murphy, North Carolina, just this mountain town. Mm -hmm. Just your little generic, you know, El Amigo 2 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bomb-ass gringo. Mm -hmm. Had the cheese dip, had the uh, chili relleno, the rice, the bean. Oh, dude. It's, uh, I've been trying to... uh, I'm well, not, listen, I'm not trying, like, you look great. You're holding it together. <laughs> well, okay, remember you, like, you were like, you got, you're taping a special in a week. You yeah. got a show outfit picked out? I'm, I'm torn. I, I had one, but then I, I can't, I bought a new shirt. I was like, I'm going to get this cool shirt. And I yeah. got some shoes that kind of match. You don't want to match too much, but just, yeah. Okay. And I, I have a shirt just a little, a little snug. So now I'm That's why I'm asking. You're yeah. going, you're, you're travel eating. Mm-hmm. You're tour eating. I'm tour eating, but I've been doing pretty good as far as like carbs and sugar. Like, I mean, today I went a little nuts with the biscuits and grits. Double grits but, over here? But, uh, Don't go with carbs but I, and sugar. Usually I've been doing like for breakfast, I've been doing a lot of just, just eggs. Yeah. You know, steak and eggs, a little bit of lead action. And, but uh, it's crazy how like I can still have my fun. I could still party. As long as I stay off the sugar and I the carbs. I still party, bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, I am looking forward for this special to be over uh, for no other reason than I'm ready to really throw down. I've been watching the alcohol, just a few beers here and there. Yeah, we're not getting nuts. Like I had a few Thursday night yeah. and just didn't sleep. But other one, yeah, there's nothing. nothing what, I, I felt bad last night because I had... My buddy Isaac was like in town for one last night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brandon, my buddy Brandon, who runs the East Side Bowl, it's his venue that he's invited us over to. And I'm like, you just got to make those adult decisions sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I know I'd have, I'd have fun seeing people. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's like, all right, I got to. I got to be in shape to do work. I was yeah. barely holding it together yesterday, trying mm-hmm. to stay awake and do shows and be energetic. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's it, it. It feels bad. It. I don't know for you if like if you ever get a little bummed out of like, oh, I'm gonna 
go home early tonight and mm. being on the road is just going to work. Yeah. You know, especially you've been out for a while. Mm-hmm. I've been back and forth a bunch. I'm getting a little getting a little cooked on traveling right now. Yeah, I bet, dude. Your schedule's insane. Like I go out for long stints, but I'm also home for big chunks of time where you're just back Yeah, and forth. I haven't been I haven't been home for much in the past three months, maybe. Like John Candy and planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, he was homeless. Yeah. He was a homeless man. Yeah. I never understood why he drugged that trunk around. Well, I mean, because he's homeless, but like, it's, it's got to be a better way. Well, it adds to the sympathy of the yeah, character. If he so. had a rolly bag, you wouldn't feel as bad for him. That's true. That's true. A lot of comedy came from dragging that trunk around. Mm-hmm. Steamer trunk. But yeah, I'm getting a little like, uh, oh boy, need a vacation from the vacation kind of thing. Yeah. So these are part like, you know, yeah, shit was awesome. We went to Hawaii, but these are the part like when you're in paradise, you're like, yeah, but all my stuff's at home. Yeah. <laughs> like that's such a spoiled thing to say. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of wish I could just sit and watch TV or play video games tonight, mm-hmm. but no, we should go watch the sunset. We yeah. should go have a fun meal. <laughs> Katie and I were talking about this today, just the, the psychology of being on the road, like, as much as I love it, I love traveling. I love doing comedy, but even when you're comfortable, like this weekend's been mm-hmm. great because this is the first time we've been in the same city for more than one night, really. Yeah. Well, we were in Bristol for two nights, but every other every other day of the tour, it's just been a new city every yeah. day. Even on days we didn't have shows, just traveling across country and stuff. But just the psychology of like, like this condo's great. I love Nashville, but like, it's still not my home. It's still not those creature comforts yeah, and just the familiarity of just being at home. And even mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting here, like if, hypothetically, if I had the day off today, I would just be sitting here watching football. That's it, what you're doing right the now. Exact the exact same thing. The TV thing. is on. <laughs> the exact same thing I would do if yeah. I were at home, but yeah. just it's still different because this isn't my condo. This isn't my neighborhood. Yeah. My things mm. aren't here. You know, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I know how this TV works. I know how to watch. Mm-hmm. Then I've been gone so long, I forgot. Like all my shit got reset on my TV. I'm like, I don't have my goddamn Hulu password. I'm trying to watch a scary movie. <laughs> Can't remember my phone password in my own house. Oh man. But yeah, dude. It's uh, Halloween. It's spooky season, Dave. We got to be talking about spooky boogie monster shit. Well. We missed it before. Yeah. We're going to bring up, I told you, the, the comedy club's haunted by the yeah. ghost of a guy who drank himself to death. Mm-hmm. Big surprise. <laughs> what comedy club isn't? Uh, oh, you want to talk about it? I mean, no, well, I mean, no, I mean just in general, talking about yeah. spooky stuff. When people want to listen to us bitch about our dreams coming true being comedians. <laughs> did I oh did I tell you this though that my mom and sister went to Vegas and I'm like you guys should go see Carrot Top because mm-hmm. because I'm curious and they went they said it was great. I've seen Carrot Top. Really? I saw Carrot Top on Valentine's Day 1999 by myself when I was trying I was starting to write jokes and seriously thinking about getting into comedy. I've told you really? that like when I lived in Athens I would write jokes. Oh, yeah. I'd go. I went to three open mics, signed my name three weeks in a row, signed my name. Yeah. They call my name. I just stood in the back. <laughs> they all knew who you were by the third yeah. time. And I just didn't have the balls to go up. And I waited uh, 10 years. I waited, no, I waited uh, six years till I actually started. 
But I, I, I went to see Carrot Top during that phase of like, I'm going to do this comedy. Thing. Yeah. And I mean, for what it was, he's it, great at what he does. Apparently, it, you know, okay, my mom's, my mom, older woman who might enjoy a large Vegas show, but my sister's on the level, but she's like, it was great. I don't know if we talked about that last time. I want to see a Carrot Top. I want to see a gritty reboot of Carrot Top. Okay. I want to see him get his like, Travolta and Pulp Fiction moment. <laughs> what would that be like? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see this re- reemergence of Carrot Top as like what you don't expect. Mm-hmm. You know, I just yeah, I don't know why I'm invested. It's it's the it's the WTF. It's the it's Marin's podcast with him that made mm-hmm. me like he. There was so much in so much insight. Mm-hmm. In the carrot top, like he just sounded like a sad guy, even though he's wildly successful. Yeah, I want to like. I'm just. I don't know. I'm just rooting for the guy. What's up with all the plastic surgery? It's not. It's creepy on a dude. Is that wrong for me to say that it's? Creepy I'm, I'm, I I think a dude? it's probably if you just only. I've thought about this before. Like, think if you just see pictures of yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you live in Vegas, your face is just on shit everywhere. Yeah. You gotta keep looking at your own face, uh-huh. and it's everywhere. But and you start thinking like, "Oh, it's not just, a character flaw mm-hmm. to age. Like it's okay in entertainment." But especially someone like him, he's not an actor per se. He's fuck you. What do y'all care for? What I but, look like? I'm but, carrot top. But mentally, like like what it does to you to see your face and see yourself aging in these photos everywhere. We're like, maybe I'll just go in for this little. You know, a little nip and tuck. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how it's going to turn out. You have an idea in your mind how you think it's going to turn out, mm-hmm. but then it doesn't turn out that way. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, shit, I'll just get this other thing. If I think about tattoos. Like, oh, I got this tattoo on this arm. I just wanted that tattoo. Well, now my other arm doesn't have a tattoo and it feels weird. I want to like balance it out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure similar feeling, you know? Yeah. And you just get carried away with it. Mm. It's so bizarre. Simon Cowell. Yeah. Looks like a fucking alien. Yeah, I think it's bizarre, but I could also understand. Again, he's on, you you know, somebody like your face. You're seeing your own face back. We only see our own face in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Sometimes don't even see that during the day. Just get up, you get going. You forget. You don't know if you got a fucking zit or some (laughs) shit on your face. That's true. And you think about these other people that are sitting and looking in their own face in a mirror, getting makeup put on them every night. Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody else is putting that on them. Oh, we got to use a little bit more of this. Oh, we're going to have to dye your hair. You got some grays here. Like going through that every day. Yeah. I'm sure that can uh, yeah. F up your mind. That's a good point. Mm. So again, that's why I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Is he still jacked, I wonder? He went through that jacked phase. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's get into some spooky stuff. I talked about I went to Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, Orchid Lounge this morning. Tootsie's uh, Orchid Lounge. Yeah, saw a band playing. I forgot, I forgot their name, but they were doing uh, some covers. They did Tyler Childers cover. They did some John Prine covers. It was fun. It was literally, mm-hmm. Katie and I were the only ones. That, at yeah. Tootsie's, they have like the front room, and there was a lot of people in there watching a band. And then you go into like... Um, I guess it's technically upstairs. You go to the back, and there's like a little three steps, and then another section with another bar and another showroom, okay. and no door in between. So like the sounds bleeding over. That's and weird. I, I thought they were going to do it like 
music festival style, mm-hmm. where as soon as that front band takes a break, then they kick up. Nope, they were playing, like almost competing with each other. And Katie and I were the only ones sitting there watching that other band. Mm-hmm. But we sat there for about five or six songs, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, apparently Tootsie's is haunted. Um, the back door to Tootsie's, there's a little alleyway. And on the other side of the alleyway, mm-hmm. like literally just five feet across the, the walkway there, is the back loading dock to the old Ryman Auditorium, where the Grand Ole okay. Opry used to be. And Ryman's still uh, functioning. Mm-hmm. Isbell's doing an eight-night run there right now. But uh, anyway, one of the uh, legends, and uh, it opened in 1960 by this lady named uh, Tootsie Bess. And uh, apparently there's two spirits that people see at Tootsie's. What's Tootsie short for? I don't know. I don't know if that's a nickname or if that's a real name. Uh, it says her name was Tootsie Bess, and she was a musician and a comedian. And she right. opened this bar uh, back in 1960. And uh, my dad used to hang out there. My dad uh, spent a lot of time in Nashville. He grew up uh, just outside of Nashville, and then he went to the Army. I think he got out of the Army in 63. Mm-hmm. And then he spent about uh, the next 12 years living in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And I, I've told some of these stories before. Uh, he was really into music, wanted to be in that scene, but just didn't mm-hmm. have any musical talent. But uh, he kind of ran in some of those circles. But he would hang out at Tootsie's Lounge sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know if he ever saw uh, Willie Nelson there. But Willie, that was like his big hangout. And there's some story that Willie was sitting at the bar at Tootsie's when his manager came in and gave him his first significant royalty check. Okay. And, uh, like, he, apparently he went right outside in the middle of Broadway and was just laying on the ground, like, doing <laughs> snow angels with no snow. Yeah. Just screaming about how he can finally pay his rent because he finally got a good royalty check. Yeah. But uh, a lot, Tom T. Hall used to hang out there. Uh, I think John Prine used to hang out there. But anyway, apparently there's two spirits uh, roaming around the halls there. At Tootsie's, one is uh, the owner, Tootsie Best. She passed away. Um, when did she pass away? I think 78 she passed away. Um, so people see her spirit there. But also, like I was saying, because it's essentially connected to the Ryman, uh, a lot of people see what they think is the ghost of Hank Williams. Okay. Kind of out there right in the alleyway. Because uh, a lot of the musicians that would play the Ryman, you know, they would uh, they do two or three shows or two or three sets a night, just like, you know, we're doing tonight. And in between mm-hmm. sets, they would literally just walk out that back loading dock, cross the alley, and boom, they're right there at Tootsie's. And they drink and do oh, whatever. So it's a little thoroughfare. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like their little uh, green room, if you will. But yeah, a lot of people uh, have mm-hmm. reported seeing. There's one story in particular uh, about a guy seeing Hank Williams and uh, let's see, uh, 2002, a customer had just left Orchid Lounge claiming he was walking in that alleyway and uh, he saw a guy walking towards him. And as the guy got closer mm-hmm. and closer, th- this eyewitness was like, holy shit, that guy looks just like Hank Williams. And then when he passed, he turned around to look at him again and the guy was gone. So, you know, I wonder how many people look like Hank Williams in this town. Yeah, that's true. When did Hank Williams die? first one uh he died at 29 if you see pictures of hank williams he yeah he looks like he's 40 or 50 he died at 29 i think new year's eve 1952 in the back of a cattle in West and, and, and hank three looks just like him yeah yeah or at least he did you know i mean now yeah. he's got you know he's gone through phases with longer hair and tats and stuff but uh yeah like his face so video of hank three calling bullshit on kid rock i thought it was funny oh really yeah there's a 
just to remind you, Kid Rock's a rich kid, and fuck him. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, don't you come from money, though? Hank three. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> you still crust punkin' on your legacy. <laughs> But yeah, let's talk about some other haunted places, uh, not just Nashville, but all over Tennessee. Uh, this is a topic that has been suggested uh, many a time, and I don't think we've ever done a full episode on it. We may have brought it up, uh, but the Bell Witch Cave in Adams, Tennessee. Do you know about the Bell Witch? I do not. It's, I, I feel like it's... Yeah, uh, apparently there's a cave, the Bell Witch Cave, and right. apparently it's haunted as shit, all because of a land dispute. There was a guy named John Bell... And uh, he had a neighbor named Kate Batts, and uh, they had some land dispute or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate Batts said that uh, she's going to curse John Bell and his whole family. Well, uh, sure enough, uh, she done did it. Sh- uh, shortly thereafter, John Bell uh, he died of mysterious illness. Nobody mm-hmm. really knew what. He just kind of up and died. And then apparently, she went on to um, haunt his daughter and her husband. Well, that's uh, just vindictive. Yeah, yeah. And even uh, Andrew Jackson, pres- seventh, uh, was he the seventh president? He spent some time around there, and there's a quote where he said, uh, quote, I'd rather face the entire British army than spend another night with that bell witch. And uh, apparently it's very haunted. A few years ago, they were doing uh, this guy named Rick White. He was a writer and director of this movie called The Bell Witch Haunting, yeah. which I haven't seen that. But uh, let's see, what did he say? He said, I was walking near the opening of the cave on the Bell property with a fellow writer. They were just doing some research and scouting some stuff out. We were walking right beside each other with no one else around. Everything was quiet when suddenly we heard a woman angrily whisper over her shoulder right into our ears, what are you doing here? We both quickly turned around. No one was there. Bell witch sounds like an old timey way to call somebody a bitch. She's a real bell witch. Like, I'm going to trick Jesus into thinking I'm not swearing. Yeah. The original asterisk in place of the vowel. For mm-hmm. We had uh, our version of that growing up was Biddy. Who's this old Biddy? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's an old Biddy. I just meant she's a bitch. I'm just saying like, oh, GD. Like, just say just say the words. Yeah. If you're, what are you, scared of Jesus? Like, he doesn't know what you're saying in your head? <laughs> he knows what you're saying in your head. Uh, let's see here. It's believed uh, after John Bell died of a strange illness, uh, the witch threatened Betsy, his daughter, um, who was about to marry some guy named Joshua Gardner, uh, this neighborhood boy. The witch retired to the Bell Cave. Uh, okay, well, that, that little piece went nowhere. But yeah, apparently, uh, she, she, because of this land dispute, she, and, and I, don't, they, I couldn't find the backstory like, why she would just curse someone. I don't know if she was a mm-hmm. witch while she was alive, but uh, she put a curse on John Bell. He died shortly thereafter. Then uh, she cursed his daughter. And uh, yeah, this cave on the property is supposed to just be haunted as shit. When did that movie come out? Uh, you guys heard about it? 2002, I think. I don't believe anybody that's doing a movie about a haunting and then is like, I just feel like that's all hype. They're just trying to get hype for their movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of like, I mean, that's like true. Bars are always haunted theaters. Is there just like just a restaurant that doesn't serve alcohol mm-hmm. that's haunted? Or like a modern haunting. Well, we've talked about like that. Yeah, like a McDonald's. A, in a new building. Well, that's why I liked Paranormal Activity because uh-huh. it was just set in like a new house. Yeah. Or like Poltergeist set mm-hmm. in like just a subdivision, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But yeah, like 
Yeah, there's never like a like a chain store that's haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Ross dress for less. Yeah, it's never like a a, a Lowe's or something. Yeah. Uh, here's another place, uh, not uh, necessarily Nashville, but uh, Germantown, Tennessee, which I think is uh, over near, kind of near Memphis. Uh, the Meeman Shelby Forest. It's a state park, uh, 13,000 acres, sits along the Mississippi River, uh, hiking trails, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is pretty bizarre. Um, in addition to the 200 species of songbirds, uh, mm-hmm. pig man. There's a pig man oh, who course. has a pig-like face yep. and is said to haunt the wooded area of the park. Uh, although no one has gotten close enough to pig man to look him in the eye, campers have claimed to see him roaming around late at night, this pig man. So I would love to fucking see the pig man. I want to know of a family that just straight up like that's their heritage is like, oh, now, son, I'm passing the pig mask on to you. You got to run through that Yogi Bear campground and keep the legend alive. Oh, man. Like a real that's just some real Scooby Doo shit. But I mean, I played Arthur, the pig man, the mascot for Fozzie, but I've never heard of an actual cryptid pig man. So that's interesting. He just got the head of the face of a pig. Mm hmm. Yeah, fortunate camper. Could you imagine seeing that though? Could you imagine seeing like a bipedal pig, like a humanoid with a pig face? That is terrifying. Yeah, well, I mean, we both have gone camping by ourselves, and mm-hmm. seeing anything out of the ordinary will mm-hmm. fuck you up when you're like alone. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I don't have any of the wherewithals. Mm-hmm. Especially even more so when I was just like backpack. Like I'm looking up more backpacking stuff. I want to try and do that before mm-hmm. I physically can't. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, my shelter is a tent. Yeah. My shelter is a basically a, a, a shirt with posts in it hanging off the ground. Like, oh, I guess I'll go sleep in this hammock now and not be scared of anything that wants to kill me. That's a challenge, man, backpacking while you're camping. Yeah. Like, I did, I did one day like that where I just loaded up my gear. Yeah. Walked like five miles, set up camp, wandered around, yeah. came back the next I've day. I've only done a couple days. Yeah, a yeah. couple days. I haven't done a lot of it. I couldn't imagine doing that for like a week. It's it's the psychological part of mm-hmm. just laying there like, I got nowhere to go. Yeah. I don't have a car to retreat yeah. to. Car to... Or yeah. a quick way to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a... Feels good the next day though, and you're like, "Oh shit, I did that." Yeah, yeah. There's that little reward, like, "Oh." Uh, we were in Memphis the other night, uh, and we weren't far from the Orpheum Theater. This is kind of a classic story. Uh, Orpheum Theater in Memphis uh, is haunted by the ghost of a nine-year-old girl named Mary. Oh, uh, she died in a car accident right in front of the theater, uh, but apparently her spirit never left. Uh, many guests uh, have encountered the spirit of Mary who enjoys uh, hanging out in the balcony in a specific seat. Uh, If you go to the Orpheum Theater, check out the balcony section, seat C5. Apparently, Mary's just hanging out in seat C5. Mm -hmm. A lot of the staff have seen her. Some claim to have spotted her dressed in a white dress, uh, dancing up and down the hallways, playing pranks on the housekeepers. Uh, She's also known for slamming doors and flickering the lights. Uh, but yeah, C5, if you ever go to the Orpheum Theater, maybe you'll see a uh, spirit of a nine-year-old girl get hit by a car. <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> really uh, selling it, man. Yeah. 
Shiloh National Military Park. Uh, growing up in the South with all the Civil War history around here. By the mm-hmm. way, like Tennessee like in North Georgia, like coming up here uh, from wherever, Chattanooga the other day. Just yeah. a lot of Civil War stuff. Lookout Mountain, oh, yeah. uh, Chickamauga, all this stuff. Uh, Shiloh National Military Park, uh, 23,000 casualties in that one area. 5,000 acres. Uh, but Shiloh National Cemetery inside the park, uh, supposed to be the most haunted in the whole area. Cemetery holds over 3,500 Civil War soldiers, with almost 2,400 of them remaining unknown and unnamed. And they say if you listen closely, you can still hear the faint muskets and drums and voices of soldiers in the distance. We've talked about that. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know... The, the basic premise of, of a haunted place is like, you know, something tragic happened there or whatever. Mm. 23,000 people lost their lives in this one piece of land. Yeah, I could imagine that being some uh, uneasy, uneasy energy around there. Like, yeah. where, where's Gettysburg is? Pennsylvania. Gettysburg is Pennsylvania? I think so, right? I could be wrong. I think you could be wrong. Whenever I get a computer I feel in front but, of me, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. If there's only something you were reading this mm-hmm. stuff off of in the first place. Yeah. Gettysburg, I thought it was West Virginia. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's West Virginia. Look it up. Well, I'll look it up on my phone yeah, then if I you're not going to. If you got the computer right in front of you with all the shit you're reading, you know you didn't memorize it, Dave. <laughs> you know you didn't memorize that shit. Let's see. Where is Gettysburg? Pennsylvania. Town in Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. Well, I think it was further south. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go figure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that much. Like that's why cemeteries don't like. Oh, cemeteries! Somebody passed away somewhere else, and were brought to a cemetery. You know, mm-hmm. but like a battlefield, like untimely perishing, yeah. all in that location. Yeah, that many pe- twenty three thousand mm-hmm. people died in that battle alone. Brother fought, brother. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, here's one that's uh, timely. Um, unfortunately. Basically, the godmother of country music passed away last week, Loretta Lynn. I've always mm-hmm. been a big Loretta Lynn fan. Uh, she had a great song called Fist City, which <laughs> could be could go a few different ways. But just uh, I think talk, I know what she meant. But... Talking about uh, you messing around with my man, I'm gonna take you down to Fist City. Uh, she was a scrappy gal. I always liked uh, Loretta Lynn. She passed away last week. I think at like 94. In her 90s, so good yeah, for her. Yeah, she was, uh, she was in the game for a minute. But she lived uh, at this nice place just outside of town here in Nashville called Hurricane Mills. And uh, the property was rumored to be the final resting place of Civil War soldiers who were buried on the property. I guess there was a lot of Civil War action right there uh, on the property. And uh, she had uh, gone on record multiple times saying that she's experienced all kind of bizarre things uh, during her time. I don't know how long she lived at this place. Uh, but doors slamming, uh, moaning. Um, I think she even talked about hearing muskets and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the Loretta Lynn Ranch, uh, they do guided tours. That would be a good one to go check out. Well, Loretta Lynn was saying she heard yeah, ghosts? Yeah, she she's said that she's had several weird... I don't know if she saw like a spirit or, you know, uh, you know in, in that form, but uh, she definitely had... You know, a lot of she talks about doors slamming, hearing people moan and scream. It's got to be tough being old as shit and trying to explain that you're seeing stuff like whatever old lady. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that, that movie, The Taking of Deborah Logan, did you watch that? No, I don't think so. Dude, that's a, it's a, you know, they think this woman's showing signs of, um, uh, what's the old, not Alzheimer's, but dementia? just dementia. Uh-huh. 
But then it's also she's being possessed. Ooh. So they're like, oh, no, she just got dementia, but she's being possessed by people. It's like, wow. that's like a like a like a spooky idea to play around with. Yeah. Is something, yeah, somebody old enough, like, oh, you're just going to discredit all this stuff. Yeah. Or a lot like kids get discredited for like, oh, it's my mm-hmm. imaginary friend, but maybe yeah. they're more in tune to what's going on. Cause they're not shutting things out with uh facts mm-hmm. that they've been, uh, you know, well, yeah. that just can't be. Cause I was told it wasn't real. So. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before too. Like unhoused people with mental illness or something like, oh, to the naked yeah. eye, that's just a crazy guy talking to yeah. himself. But what if he's possessed or what if he's seeing things? Yeah, out of all the mental illness stuff, how many are like, well, nobody's going to believe me, but this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or the torture of knowing that that's what mental illness does. Is yeah. you thinking you're existing in a reality and everybody else not believing you. Mm-hmm. And how that just drives you even further, further. Yeah. Yeah, like being gaslit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see how that would just make it worse. Uh, let's do one more. Uh, Tennessee State Prison. Uh, you probably have seen this if you've seen the movie The Green Mile. Did you ever see The Green Mile? I did see The Green Mile. I wanted to like it, but man, I got real bored. Maybe I just couldn't understand what they were trying to do. I, that was a little bit of a not rosy story, but mm-hmm. too much of a... It's kind of cutesy. Mm-hmm. Get them, Charlie. Um, also appeared in two Eric Church music videos. Uh, Eric Church, one of the just pretty boy mainstream country singers uh, okay. who I found out that my mom has a severe crush on. So there you go. <laughs> but yeah, Tennessee State Prison built in 1898, uh, shut down in 1992. Um, they had an uh, electric chair there, there called Old Sparky. That's a creative name for an yeah, electric chair. Yeah. Uh, killed over 100 inmates, Old Sparky did. And apparently that place was just haunted as shit from the spirits of uh, those 100 inmates who had been... Laid to rest from old Spark. What would you call it? What nickname would you give an electric chair? That's a good one. Um, I couldn't think. I, I, was, I thought I had one that I didn't. Something about Lazy Boy, but <laughs> with like a lot of Z's, like lightning bolts. I don't know. I, yeah. I was trying to go on a riff, but uh-huh. I real, like all the Chinese food is sitting in me right now. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, you got to shake this. We got a show in an hour. <laughs> I was trying to get a riff started about nicknames for a. For an electric chair. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of uh, obvious uh, encounters as far as people hearing cell bars clinking, uh, a lot of screaming, footsteps mm-hmm. throughout the hallways. Uh, apparently, you know, people would go in even after it shut down in 92 where apparently no one's supposed to be in here, but people are still still hearing footsteps and screams and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we went, we were in that old prison in Arizona. yeah. yeah. And I'm still okay. I still want to go back to an electric chair. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, we got to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. He's bad, yeah. but we have to do it in a humane way. Mm-hmm. We had firing squads and mm-hmm. we had hanging. Yeah. And then somebody's like, what? Cause like how long? Okay. This is what I need to look up. I want to know how long, long does it take. Well, no, how long after electricity was normalized and, that they're like, you know what? We can make somebody sit in a chair and kill them with yeah. this. Like, how quickly did humanity go to like, we can kill people with this? I wonder if they did the thing. I know with firing squads, they would do a thing where like, let's say hypothetically, you got six guards with six guns. And then... Uh, oh, yeah. And they gave them all. And In that scenario, would, would there be five live rounds and one blank or the opposite? Would it just be... I think it would be five live rounds. Because, yeah, if there's only... 
one real bullet, you're going to know. Yeah, that's true. So then that just gives each guard the possibility of like, well, it wasn't me who did it. You know, maybe I had the the blank. What if they do that with the electric chair, like a couple of handles? If they each get levers or something. Electric chair was invented by Alfred P. Southwick. Conceived in 1881 by a Buffalo, New York dentist. Hmm. Fucking dentists. Hmm. Sadist. Yeah. As a supposed humane alternative to hanging. So they were ripping that in 1881. Jeez. And I don't know when. uh, It was was first used in 1890. I wonder when the last hanging was or if. Anybody, any state still I do I think anything. some of those decrepit. I think some of Utah or something still use it. Mm. Okay. It's, yeah. But yeah, man. There's some uh, spooky stuff around Tennessee, Nashville specifically. I could spend a, a month here just... How would you want to be executed? Eating my way to my own death. Eat to death? You <laughs> want to be fed to death? How would I want to be executed? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> how would I want to die or how would I want to be executed? Like, be, no, be executed. Like you you have to be executed by a... One of just a few a ways. A traditional, or maybe not so traditional, but like... Gu- uh, guillotine. Guillotine or guillotine? Guillotine. Guillotine. I, I go, well, yeah. I think that'd probably be the way to go. That's kind of badass. Public square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, go with the hood on. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck it, man. Let me pull the rope. Yeah. I wonder, you know, we've all heard like the chicken... You know, when you cut a chicken's head off, it still flaps around for a little while. I wonder. Some studies like, yeah, you can see for like eight more seconds or something. Oh, really? Where was the some movie or something? I can't remember where it was. Where like the executioner, like it was a comedy, but the guy was gonna be like beheaded, but the executioner had the basket, and he's like, I put some magazines in there for you. I can't remember what that's from. Is that Army of Darkness or something like that? Something for the executioner, like, I got some magazines in the basket <laughs> when your head goes in there. Oh, man. I think Firing Squad looks cool because you get a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably have a cigarette for all of them. Yeah. But, like, blindfolded with a cigarette. Man, but you could do some wacky pranks, like with a guillotine or something. Like your old joke about, did you have the joke about if you were to ever kill yourself, you oh. jump you jump off a building but have a little glass yeah, of water? Yeah, have a glass and wear a snorkel mask. <laughs> did he think he could make it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought I was making light of it, but you can't really. Nobody wants to hear you making fun of suicide. Anymore. Yeah, that's true. But this isn't suicide. This is execution. If you, had to, if you were like, you're going to be executed, mm-hmm. but you get a choice. Mm-hmm. Between hanging or electric chair. Electric chair seems like the shittiest way. Yeah. I don't know how they thought that was more humane than hanging. Unless you could do it in a way where it was literally like a split second. Just like a... But that's what hanging was supposed to... Like from a distance where Mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, it breaks your neck. It doesn't strangle you. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to snap your neck. Yeah. It sure does. Oof. (laughs) All right. Got some stories. Oh, Dave's seen some things on the job. Too much? Too dark? Too much? Got any recipes? Oh, lucky me. I'm the only one strong enough to carry this one body through the little attic crawl space. Oh, no. Thing. Mm. Uh, Decommissioned guillotine mm-hmm. for cutting lunch meat. <laughs> would you get a little Would you get a, a little countertop guillotine to slice lunch meat 
You can fry bologna, you cut it, and then you fry it in a little electric chair. Oh man! Any more spooky movies this week? <laughs> I haven't seen. Good? Was I talking last? When did we? I don't know when we talked last. I was trying to watch The Mist, as a Stephen King movie. I think we were talking about that. Okay, off yeah, I, 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 that was corny. Mm-hmm. I I remember I watched three that I was talking about, and I can only remember two last night when I was trying to tell hmm. the other fella that I which scary movies. But now I got nothing right now. I got no cable in a hotel. Yeah. I was telling you off the air that Katie and I were watching this new series, um, Friend of the Family. And it's mm-hmm. the story. Uh, Netflix did a documentary a couple years ago about it. Oh, yeah. About the Mormon family. Kid- kidnapped in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the name of the documentary? That's the name of the documentary. So now they've done a, a scripted version of that with Colin Hanks, Anna Paquin. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the guy's name, but he was uh, one of the main characters in season one of White Lotus, which I really loved. He was yeah. the newlywed guy that was kind of a dickhead he plays the perpetrator in this yeah and uh, the acting's great um but yeah i'm only in this like, guy three yeah this guy managed deep. to like kidnap their daughter like mm-hmm. in front of like takes it then like yeah has sex with everybody in the family yeah it's it's yeah it's, uh, it's a that good guy's one. evil but then the parents like in the documentary are like you should be in jail too yeah. you're you're you are not protective of no. your family yeah you are not neglect. yeah you are not a good parent you're an unfit parent and i don't remember this in the documentary i now i remember that it happened but i didn't remember any of the details but part of this guy's whole scheme with this young girl mm-hmm. was uh something and I, I don't know if he tied it into mormonism but like uh he's been contacted by aliens from another planet oh, man. and i'm on strict orders that you and I, be oh oh the girl the victim he convinced her that she is a alien human hybrid, and that your mommy's your mommy but your daddy's not your daddy your daddy's an alien who lives up in blah blah blah, and now we have to procreate in, in order to save the human race, and like this whole and then he even had like little recordings of like aliens talking to her. This whole, like, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to get laid. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting story. So that's the only thing we've been watching of late. Uh, let's see. Tonight, I will be back in Memphis at the Brass Door. Come on out if you're in the area. That will be fun. Tomorrow, the 19th, I'll be in Birmingham at Avondale Brewing Company. Me and my good pal, Wes Van Horn. And then uh, Thursday... Uh, finally ready to record this special in Atlanta at the Earl Thursday the 20th mm-hmm. uh, 8 o'clock come on out it'll be me Gilbert Lowen Andy Sanford Katie Hughes Joe Pettis uh, gonna be a fun one offer still stands anybody traveling over 100 miles to come see me uh, let me know I'll get you in for free I already got several people reached out and taking advantage of that opportunity yeah so that's flattering and a little little nerve wracking pilgrimage <laughs> pilgrimage to see your boy yeah so if you're coming and you're driving 100 miles, and uh, you know you you don't have to send a screen cap or anything. No, he I, needs receipts. I believe you. We need uh, to take a you need to take a picture of your mileage <laughs> of the beginning of that trip. Maybe what if they just drive 100 miles around Atlanta all day? 
just for a free ticket. Like I actually live next to the venue. I just yeah. don't really want to pay for a ticket. What we used to say in 285 uh, in Atlanta, get on 285 and drive till the dead ends. Uh, and it's just a perimeter. It's a circle. So. <laughs> oh, I get it. Where are you going to be? Where am I going to be? What the hell am I doing next weekend? Doing? What's next week? Dallas, maybe? Yeah, I think Addison. Addison, Texas. Going from Addison, Illinois to Addison, Texas. Yeah, the, the Dallas, Addison, Texas improv. Me and Rogelio Perez. There you go. Doing a show there. You got Fest coming up. I got Fest. And then uh, Kansas City. And then Indianapolis and Fort Wayne and Chicago and Bakersfield and San Francisco. And then I'm not going to do shit Good for, you. for a while. Good for you, buddy. You've earned it, man. I'm going to take a break. you got dude. a crazy schedule. You need to. You need to just go do nothing for a while. I'm just going to write new jokes, man. Yeah, or that. I'm gonna hang, out, hang around town, write new jokes. There's a, my sister sent me a review for a movie called Terrifier 2. I have not seen Terrifier but apparently Terrifier 2, the review is like people are throwing up and passing out. Hmm. Like old-timey promos for movies. Like, you'll, you need to see a doctor after this for how scared you are. This movie's going to make you shit. If you have heart problems, do not... I'm like, well, you got me. Nobody's advertised a movie as making you throw up and pass out in a while. That reminds me of an old David Cross joke where he saw... I don't think he watched the movie, but he saw... Uh, a DVD case of a mm-hmm. horror porn. Yeah. And he goes, this movie's scary, but will it scare the cum out of me? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's going to make you vomit. <laughs> All right. That's a weird way to advertise a movie, but okay. It is. What's going on? You want to talk about your, your sports today? Oh, man? my God. All I don't right. want to bring that okay. fucking shit up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Fucking Braves lost to the Phillies. The Sorry. Phillies should have even been in the playoff, Kyle. They changed the format this year. Usually it's yeah. the top four teams from each league. Yeah. This year they let the top six teams in. Phillies were the sixth team. They All finished right. 14 games out of first place, meaning Braves were first. The Braves won 14 more games than the Phillies. Yeah. They were third in their division. Mm-hmm. Typically what? that type of season, you can't even dream of making the playoffs. But because we... They still couldn't beat them today. Oh, man. This is so frustrating. (laughs) I'm not going to get... We got a show. I can't can't get you riled. As we're speaking right now, uh, I'm watching Tennessee, Alabama, tied up 49-all with 20 (sighs) seconds left. Alabama's kicking the game-winning field goal. And it's up, and it's wide right. Is it? Alabama misses the game-winning field goal. They're going to go into overtime more than likely. So there you go. There you go. It's been a great sports day. And, and other than the Braves losing, I'm just mean, we got four playoff games today. We got Tennessee, Alabama playing today. We got Georgia playing Vanderbilt today. Been a fun day, and uh, the Braves had to ruin it for me, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make lemonade out of lemons. Uh, I really was like, well, at least I can get some shit done now because no <laughs> shit. Set me free. Like, no, no hype. Yeah. I watched or listened to all 162 games this year. There wasn't one game that I missed, at least. Watching most of the Jesus game. Jesus Christ. It's my little hobby. 
I like the like the Braves, but at least now I, I just fucking... forgot that there's that many games. Yeah. I forget that baseball's got that many games. Let me tell you this real quick. I know you don't care about sports, but this That's was right. exciting. Even though, okay, moral victory. Uh, the Mets, the Mets were in first place. The Mets and the Braves and the Phillies were all in the same division, mm-hmm. and the goal is to win your division at the end yeah, of the, the year. The goal is to win. The have games. the best record. Sure. The Mets led 162 games. Right. The Mets were in first place. For like 158 games, mm-hmm. 157, 158, and on that 158th game, the Braves caught them. And on the 159th, we surpassed yeah. them, and then we 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 won. We won the division. That's like okay. that's like doing a NASCAR race where you got 500 laps. Imagine yeah. winning the whole race till about lap 498, and then this guy, phew, and then that's right over. In. We win. Well, so, if nothing, there's a moral victory. That, well, for your own well-being, Dave, uh, I'm I, I'm rooting for for Georgia. Yeah, oh, I think Georgia's got it in the bank. Today. I got it's no allegiance to yeah. these other teams, but uh, we'll see. We've yeah. got uh, some overtime coming, and mm-hmm. we got a show to do in a half hour. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Better get over there. Uh, BoogieMonster.com/slash uh, what are we? Pa- Patreon.com/slash/BoogieMonster. Four dollars a month. Patreon content. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Uh, come see us on the road. Kyle be in Addison. I'll be in uh, Memphis, Birmingham, and Atlanta. Guillotine deli slicer. There you go. Fry it on a little mini electric chair. Guillotine deli slicer. Serve it. That's a a band name. Serve it in a coffin. Inject it. Lethal injection of some flavor. (laughs) I like it. And then you slice it Uh and you fry it. (laughs) All right, buddy. Uh, Yeah. Happy Halloween. The Boogie Monster. Network.